Hello, welcome to Now Tell Us. At Now Tell Us, we have guests come and tell us stories. They come and educate us, inspire us. They just come and sometimes we just have a good time, but then they are telling us something interesting. And always we have great guests with us. And that means even today we have a great guest with us. Uh, her name is known as Kayla. Bobby Kayla, and she talks about getting unstuck. And I have a question for you. Do you at times feel stuck? Like um, you want to move ahead, but you don't know how to, and you have dreams with you, but you don't know how to accomplish them? Now, this is your perfect episode. Don't go anywhere. Stay here because uh, Bobby is going to tell us a lot on how to get unstuck. So we are going to meet her soon. But before we go, let me remind you that if you want to get our past episodes, this episode too in future and other future episodes, please go to nowtellers.com. They will all be there. And they are available on all the Audible podcasts that you are familiar with. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, just go and search for Now Tell Us. Hey, we just ranked number nine on Podmatch. Actually, we are climbing up. We are number six now. And we might hit number one. And this is all because you are there supporting us. So if you're there, please send us a question, uh, comment as we are moving on, and we will appreciate your time and your uh, feedback. Thank you very much. Let me not waste more time because we have a lot to hear from Bobby. Let's go and meet her. Here we go. Hello, Bobby. Hey, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing fine, too. And uh, where are you, by the way? Let's know. I am in Colorado in the United States, way up high in the Rocky Mountains, about 9,000 feet. So it's nice and snowy here. Okay. So you're enjoying the cold. I am. I don't like cold that much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've always loved winter. It's my favorite. Okay. Mm. I like the heat to go to the sea and have a swim. Mm, that's pretty good too. <laughs> okay. Mm, wonderful. So uh, we are here with you and uh, thank you for coming to Now Tell Us. We really appreciate you and uh, t uh, your time here. Well, thanks for the invitation. I've been looking forward to this. Yes. And I know you're, you're someone who's done so much and accomplished much. We know you are an, an entrepreneur, you are a writer, you are a leader, you are a speaker, you are a life coach, and you are an athlete. Yes, I am. What What do you do? Do you run? Do you use? <laughs> I run, but uh -huh. I, I also love cross-country skiing. During the wintertime, I ski almost every day, cross-country okay. ski. And then in the summertime, I'm a road cyclist. And I wow. also love paddle boarding. And have you ever played Frisbee golf? No, I've never. You actually heard about that. 
It's it's addicting. It's well, very addicting. It, it's kind of like golf, you know, mm -hmm. like you've got baskets that you're supposed to hit, but you use uh, special frisbees for them instead. Okay. And you, yeah, and some of them are for driving, some of them for putting, and uh, but it's just it's it's a fascinating sport. So and I and I also love tennis. I love all sports. I used to play a lot of softball, and I just I just love sports. I love athletics. And always on the move. Always on the move. <laughs> <laughs> now, some of us are stuck. We don't play games. We don't uh, accomplish much in life. And uh, we will be glad to hear from you because you are a life coach. And uh, tell us. And maybe you can share uh, with us some of your personal experiences. Have you ever been stuck in life? Oh, <laughs> so many times, Anthony. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It happens to everybody. I mm -hmm. mean, it happens to high achievers. It happen, It happens to everybody. So I think that my first experience that I that, that really made an impact for me was back when I was 20, I was 23 years old. Okay. And I was working two jobs. Mm -hmm. I was barely keeping my head above water, you know, because I was just trying to keep up with everything. And it was a New Year's Eve. And <clears throat> I went home after working my two jobs. I was in my little tiny apartment. And I was thinking how did my life end up this way? Like I was working as hard as I knew how to work mm -hmm. and I wasn't making any progress. And that's a mm -hmm. form of being, that's one of the forms of being stuck. And I remember thinking, okay, so how'd this happen to me? You know, I was a good student, all this kind of stuff. And uh, <clears throat> the answer that came back to me was that my life was a reflection of the choices that I'd made so far. Mm -hmm. And at first I'm like, well, that's, that's not the answer I wanted, <laughs> you know? But, but there was a lot of truth in that. And there was also a lot of hope in that. Because if it's true that my life was a reflection, the, a reflection of the choices I've made so far, then what that meant is that if I learned how to make better choices, I could get a better result. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started studying leadership, communication, what's now known as emotional intelligence. Um, because, because I realized like, man, this is up to me if I want to make a change. Yeah. And I, th I think that that lesson or that experience taught me three things. And I call them my fundamental truths. The first one is that the future can be changed. Mm. It, it doesn't matter where we are, right? Mm -hmm. I, I can see your book behind you, you know, achieve your dream, right? Mm. We can yeah. achieve our dreams. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. It doesn't matter where we started. That's just, that's not, that's separate. So number one, the future can be changed. Number two is that you, you can change your future. Someone mm -hmm. else isn't going to change it for you. You have to do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And number three is that you don't have, you can start now. You don't have to have all the answers. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest traps that keep us stuck. We think we have to have all the answers before we start. Mm -hmm. And that's not true because we can learn what we need to learn along the way. Mm. So those are my three fundamental truths. It's good to hear that. And, uh, you got started. Uh, you you took uh, the course to improve yourself. You went mm -hmm. to uh, to college and you took took degrees. How easy was it? I mean, is it was it easy? Were you just focused there and you kept on moving? Because I know, and this is the reason why I'm asking. I know people who have gone to college. They go for the first semester or the first year and they say, "Now this is not the direction that I need to be." So it's not only in your career, it's not only, I mean, it's, it's everywhere in every yeah. area. Uh -huh. 
So how, yeah. how was it to just stay focused and keep on moving in the same direction? That is, that's a good question. Because, okay, so when I was 23, I had not gone to college yet because my parents really did not believe in college. Mm -hmm. And so I had, first of all, I had to figure out how am I going to pay for college? Because this was, this was before financial aid was as readily available as it is now in the United States. So I had to pay for it. So mm -hmm. the first thing was, it's like, how do I get a good enough job so that I can, you know, work one job instead of two? <laughs> so I actually have the time to go to college and how do I get a good enough job that I can pay for it? Um, but I, to your point though, I was very focused on this is a goal and this is what I want. And, and so within it, I think it was within a year, I had found a way, I, I had moved, I got a better job. I, I found a way to, to get enrolled in college. And this is kind of ironic. Um, I, I made, when, when I finally got a job that was good enough to, so I could, I could go to college, uh, I thought whatever course they have available, that's a course I'm gonna take because I wanted to get started. And the only course they had available that fit my schedule for that particular semester was a psychology class. I'm like, I don't want to take a psychology class, no. but it was the only one available. So I took it and I absolutely fell in love. And that's, th that ended up being the thing I studied most. So it was one of those things. It's like, you know, sometimes you, you don't know exactly how it's going to turn out, mm -hmm. but it was wonderful. So, but it, it took, it took a lot. Um, Cause you know, sometimes my family, they didn't understand why it was so important to me. But but it was something that was. So I thought, you know what, this is this is this is something that's important to me, and I'm pursuing it, and it's my goal and it's my responsibility to make it happen if that's what I want. Mm, wonderful, and we can see that you're doing good in it so far. From uh, thank you. What we what we have observed, you're doing great. Now let me take a break here and appreciate every person who's watching us and those who are listening to us. I see we are being watched from South Sudan. Thank you very much, Akota Court, for that feedback. And everywhere that you are hearing us from, please let us know. And if you have questions, ask them. If you have a contribution to make, we'll appreciate it. So thank you very much, all our viewers and listeners. Now, uh, we have uh, people, and uh, like you say, when you were growing up, you had limitations, and we have people who are limited on resources. They don't, I mean, you say we don't have to have everything to get started, but then there are people who don't have the very basic things to get started. Mm -hmm. Do I just get started? And I don't know, I don't have an example to give on, on these, but do I just get started for the sake of getting started? I, I think that it's knowing what you want. Uh -huh. You know, number, or, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back up a little bit on that. Sometimes it's just knowing that you want a change, right? Because sometimes we don't know exactly what we do want. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when, I first, when I first started going to college, I didn't know that I could even be doing what I am now. It was mm -hmm. just I knew I wanted to change. Yeah. And that's enough to get started. And, mm -hmm. and that's something that people ask me about a lot. And I think if that's where you are, that's fine. So start doing research. Start mm -hmm. talking to people. Talk to as many people as you can. Anthony, I can't even tell you how many people will reach out to me and they'll say, hey, you know what, can we just have, can, can we have a conversation via, you know, email or a quick phone call? Because they're like, it seems like you're passionate about what you're doing and I want to know how you got started with it. Not that mm. that's going to be their path, but talking to other people that you see like, hey, that person seems like they, they love what they're doing or that's a person that's doing what I'd like to be doing. Start that way. 
but just something to get the ball rolling because nothing's going to happen until we take an action. That's why, that's why I'm such a believer in action. If it's mm -hmm. a small action, if it's a tiny action, it doesn't matter, but it's something to get us started because nothing happens without that. Mm, I like that because as you say, there are many things that we lack for the very reason that we don't mm -hmm. have. And you, mm -hmm. now I, I may imagine that you are a professional coach and you take clients who are paid clients, but then at some point you just have an opportunity for someone. I guess, this is my guess, that if someone came to you innocently and said, hey, help me along here, you will afford a 30 minutes or 20 minutes and that could mean the whole thing for the person to have a clearer picture an idea of the direction that they want to move from but it starts from asking taking That's that right. action of asking yeah uh, and and is it true that uh, you've uh, helped those people even when they they were not committed to it? <laughs> absolutely i mean yeah. it Absolutely. And you know, like I've done, I've done uh, mentoring and there's a yeah. group actually in, uh, in Africa that I did a formal mentoring program for, which was amazing. And they're all like university, like recently graduated from university students okay. and they've reached out to me on LinkedIn. So we're connected and they frequently keep in touch and they're like, Hey, I've got a question about this. You know, you know, they message me and mm -hmm. I respond, or I've had people that will just say, Hey, you know, can we talk by email or just a short phone call? Because sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes all, sometimes all you need is that 15 minutes from someone mm -hmm. else. And I think most people, most people are happy to give of themselves that way. Mm. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because some of the things don't, I mean, don't they don't cost us anything, but yeah. then they could mean so much to someone who's out uh, stuck out there. And, and yeah. Now that you mentioned that, and we talk about you offering just 10 minutes, I have experienced some great success on an area just because I took a hint from someone who was taking, mm -hmm. and I say carelessly, but dropped an idea in my mind. Yeah. But I was keen listening mm -hmm. for something that is going to be helpful. So That's right. I know there's someone who's listening to us right here this evening that may walk or uh, day because where you are it's day in my side it's evening and, and he's going to walk away with something that is going to be very, be very helpful to him or her and this reason that we are doing this is to help you to get unstuck from where you are to where you need to be yeah or where you want to be where mm -hmm. is it that you want to be now uh, how can I identify my purpose like okay but it's something that is kind of uh, repeating but because we say you get started and but how can i because we use this word a lot the purpose my purpose how can i identify my purpose yeah uh -huh. that's a tough one right uh -huh. because it's and there are people out there who really specialize in purpose and okay. and i'd be happy to give you some resources on that but from what I believe, what I've studied and from talking to other people and, and how I've done it for myself is to, to really tap into, and sometimes this takes journaling, but mm. what do I deeply care about? Like, what is a problem I want to solve? Mm -hmm. um, that's one way. Another question, and this comes from Joe Calavito, who's a friend of mine, and he really focuses on purpose. He, he asks people, 
what makes you angry? Like, because a lot of times that will tell you that's what I want to do. So for me, what makes me angry and not angry, like I'm mad at somebody, but angry in terms of it shouldn't be this way is when people hold themselves back. Mm -hmm. like, and that, that means that's what I want to help people break through. Mm -hmm. Um, another, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's keep talking. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say something. Sorry about that. No, I, I An did. Yeah. <laughs> another great way another fabulous way to go about identifying your purpose is what do people reach out to you for? And so, um, and that comes from a book, I think it's called um, The Call or something like that. I don't remember off the top of my head. But when I asked myself that question, people call me, they're like, like my friends and family, they're like, Bobby, I need to talk. It's because they feel stuck because they're, 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 they're confronting some kind of crossroads and they don't know how to go forward um, or there's some kind of big decision in front of them and they don't know the best way forward. Mm -hmm. And that's when people call me. And, and so the reason that question is so important is it kind of tells you what you're naturally good at. And I think sometimes when we're thinking about purpose, we think it's something that's beyond us. Mm -hmm. When in fact, a lot of times, I think it's something that is just innate within us. And because it's already part of us, we don't always see it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's just part of who we are. Yeah, I get it. And thank you very much for that. Now, recently, um, I mean, like you're saying, people reach out to me and they ask me questions and um, maybe mm -hmm. I identify how I can be of help to them. Recently, someone asked me a question, Anthony, please tell me, um, I find myself that I'm capable of doing so many things and I'm not able to focus and I mean, or, or find my purpose and stick to that. How would you respond to that? And I won't say how, how I responded. <laughs> okay. So now is this a question that you're getting or is this like how you feel like or when someone says like, so this is a question you get where they have all these different things that they're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get that. I have a lot of things, but I don't know which one to stick with and, and okay. move with it to the end. So what immediately came to mind for me was yeah. what's the one you couldn't live without? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. yeah, there's a lot. There's And like for me, there's a lot of different things that I love. But if you took away talking and writing and podcasting about, you know, because here's my belief. What, what drives me, Anthony, there is always a way forward. Mm -hmm. Always. That that's the fundamental part of what I do. There's always a way forward. If you said to me, you can no longer talk about that, write about that podcast about it, you know, whatever that, that would hurt my heart. You know, the other mm -hmm. stuff, it's like, yeah, I like talking about that, but that, that's that's core to me. So that's okay. how I answer it. How did you answer it? Ah, okay. Now, <clears throat> maybe I answered it differently. Uh, but uh, <laughs> thank you for asking. You put me on the spot also. Now, <laughs> uh, I say um, go five years ahead and look back. Mm. Um, what is it would you appreciate what is that thing that can make you very happy five years ahead now that's what you need to focus on but then i added this to it now you don't have to uh, drop everything else 
And I don't know how you take mm -hmm. these. You don't have to drop everything else because everything is a part of you. But then you have got to know what to focus on and move ahead with that. Yeah. I love that because I think what you're talking about there, Anthony, is what's at your core, right? Yeah. So if you think about if you think about a target, what's the bullseye? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and knowing what the bullseye is, that's so important because then you have stuff that surrounds that. It's not like you ignore that, but what's yeah. the bulls bullseye? What's the core? Mm -hmm. And going out the five years, that's actually a fabulous exercise to do. Mm -hmm. um, there's also one that's kind of similar to that is the think about you at the end of your life, looking back, what would you hope that you would do in this moment? What you know, what would be a regret if you didn't do it? So yeah. it's, it's kind of the same variation and there's so many ways to get to it. So, hmm. and they say that we can't, we, we won't at the end of it all, we won't regret over the things that we did. We are going to regret over the things that we were able to do, but didn't take an action to do them. That's right. That's uh -huh. exactly right. Yeah. So, uh, a court, uh, thank you. He has, uh, he's giving us some comments here. I'm absolutely honored and privileged to listen to these great panels today in my life. In fact, I have ambition to be like you in my future, but surely I'm stuck in the middle of my education. What advice do you give to me? He says he's stuck in the middle of his education, but he wants to be doing like what we are doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go, go, go. You, 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 okay. you go. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, I, I'm thrilled. It, you know, thank you for that. That's a great honor. Um, here's the thing. Even though you're in the middle of your education, uh, think about ways that you could incorporate it now. So let me give you an example. So I was um, talking to someone and, and he was, um, he, he has a career and he has a, fa a very young family. And he's like, I can't give this up. Because, you know, I have to provide for my family. But he knew that he wanted to move into coaching and speaking and that type of thing. And I said, here's the great news. You don't have to give that up. You can start from where you are today. And like he was at he was at a pretty large company. And I said, think about are there ways that you could go to the leadership at your company and say, I would like to offer a coaching program, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't even have to get paid for it right away. Start for free. So he went to them and he said, hey, for six months, can I do a coaching program for, you know, like the small team of people? And at the end of the six months, if you all like the results we're seeing, we can talk about, you know, do we want to continue it? But it's a way to get started. So no matter where you are, think about ways that you can add it in. Or another thing, like if in, in at university, there are all, a lot of times there are groups that need leaders. There are groups that need coaches. Um so I, I'm just a big believer in starting, getting getting started in what you want to do. So that would be, that's the advice that comes to me off the top of my head. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Now, I remember when I was back in high school, and this time is not even college, I'm back in high school, and I used to uh, do art. I was in art class, so I used to paint, I used to uh, draw and write calligraphy, writings. And I remember well that I started earning from my art right there in high school because uh, I had uh, classmates that wanted to send their, uh, their girlfriends some cards and they would say, Anthony, do this for me. And now nice. I write card, paint it well, calligraphy, and they send, and I'm paid. I get my pocket money. <laughs> wow. So, so I caught whatever you are, if you want to achieve something, then you don't have to get uh, to give an excuse of where you are for the purpose of why 
you or for the reason why you're not taking an action towards the direction that you want to go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's yes great. and uh, we keep moving thank you very much uh Akot and everyone else who's there now um and i know we've got so much to cover now you wrote a book bobby tell us yes about i did it. so it's called travels of the heart developing your inner leader because okay. there and there it is and uh, this is all about how do I develop myself so I'm best prepared to lead my own life? Because one of the things I believe is that we can't really be a leader for others unless we're leading ourselves first. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think that our life is such a precious gift, right? So why would we just drift along and not actively lead it? So mm -hmm. it's kind of, and, and it's based on some emotional intelligence competencies but it's, you know, largely it's based on becoming really self-aware. What do I want? What are my passions? What are my dreams? But becoming really, really self-aware. And then uh, an, another portion of that is on how do we kind of manage our own self? Because things are mm -hmm. going to happen, right? We're, we're yeah. going to be disappointed. We're going to have frustrations. Things, you know, how do I manage myself so that I am leading myself in the direction I want to go to? And then the third portion is all around how do I give more of myself? Mm -hmm. And that's through empathy and what's called and, and purpose and noble goals. And then so it's it's a collection of short stories with journaling activities built into it, because that's one of the great learning modalities mm -hmm. that help people with those types of um, ventures. So so that's a little bit about the book. And uh, I was really honored. Marshall Goldsmith, who is like the number one leadership coach in the world, actually endorsed the book. So I was thrilled. Wow. I know it was super exciting. It was very scary because I had to reach out to him. I'm like, he didn't know me. And I'm like, I really admire you. And I said, would you be willing to take a look at the manuscript? And if you if you like it, would you endorse it? But I think that also goes to what we were talking about Anth earlier, Anthony, right? Reaching, exactly. I mean, I, th I thought that was like the biggest risk I could possibly take. And yeah. he emailed back within like a day. And he said, I'd be happy to take a look at it. I don't guarantee that I'll endorse it, but I'm happy to look at it and read it. Mm this busy guy who's world renowned. <laughs> now, exactly. That is what happens. I mean, if you don't take a risk and ask someone that you may not even be imagining that is able to respond to you, then how do you expect? Now, it's better to have an answer that is no. And what is the worst that can happen to you? It's a no. So That's if right. it's a no, then take that step and ask the question. Now, That's right. it happened to the same to me uh, when I was writing my book. I reached out to uh, one famous, he, he may not be so famous, uh, uh, but uh, he's uh, very well advanced. He's uh, written 60 books and published them. Uh, a, series, wow. a series in the books is about to be turned into a movie. And I said, hey, uh, Jonas, would you uh, look at my manuscript? And he said, oh, why not? And That's he right. took my manuscript and went through it and said, it's a good book. So I got telling people my book, Be Good for Good is a good book because Jonas says so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I love that you took that, that, you took that risk because you're right. The worst thing to do is say no. Yeah. And here's the thing. They can't say yes unless we ask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. There's like we say, uh, a prayer that has not been prayer, uh, prayed mm. is never answered. That's so right. You've got to pray. 
Okay, That's now right. uh, we are really glad that you're here with us. Our court appreciates uh, the fact that we are here and he's hearing us. Thank you very much, Akot Akot, uh, for your contributions also. We really appreciate you. You are part of the show. And everyone, even those who are watching silently, you're part of the show. We appreciate you. <laughs> Remember to share these episodes with your friends and uh spread the word spread the word there out there and remember to always ask what you need like i'm asking you to do <laughs> okay so uh you also have a podcast what yes it is called unyielded thriving mm -hmm. no matter what and it's all about because it's driven by the belief that we can all have the lives that we want to have if 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 we pursue it, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes, sometimes we're going to hit obstacles. Sometimes we're going to hit hurdles and that's okay. So it's yeah. really about how do we lead ourselves in the direction that we want to go. And so there's, mm -hmm. there's interview formats. Those are on Wednesday mornings that they, those go live on Monday mornings. I added one about, well, about a year ago and I call it those there are, those are the, they're, they're called rise and thrives, but they're still all under the unyielded umbrella. And okay. those are 10 minutes or less. And it's just me talking about some principle related to self-leadership about moving forward about getting unstuck and that there's the you know there's always a way forward so mm. that's and and it's everywhere you find podcasts wow that's cool yeah i love it so there's always a way forward always you are there you're stuck somewhere please remember this that there is always a way forward mm -hmm. you're gonna find it and sometimes you're gonna take a step when you haven't found it, because along yeah. the way, you're gonna find it. Like you, Bobby went to college without knowing what she's gonna take, and it has made mm -hmm. a big difference in her life. Yeah. So, <laughs> you just gotta overcome your fear. Now, talking about fear, because some people don't know, how do you deal with fear? Uh, so how do I deal with fear? Uh -huh. First of all, you have to know that it's absolutely normal. Fear is fear is an indicator that you're about to do something that's important to you. Oh. And when you frame it that way, it's not as scary. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing about fear is when when we push through a fear, even if it's a tiny, tiny step and we push through it, it builds our confidence for the future. Um, and, and so sometimes, you know, we, we just, we literally just have to take that plunge, but knowing that, Hey, it's just an indicator that it's something important to me. The other thing I want to say about this, and I learned this from cross country skiing. Um, cause I grew up where it was very, very flat. And now I live in the Rocky mountains and it's not flat. So I was terrified mm -hmm. to go down the hill. And one thing that my skiing instructor told me is he's like, when you're trying something new, you have to try it at least three times. Because the first time you try it, like in skiing, going down the hill, you're just trying to like get through your fear, right? Mm -hmm. That's all you're doing. The second time is now you're kind of normalizing it. So it's like, okay, uh, it wasn't a fluke that I survived the first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the third time, that's as early as you can begin to assess whether or not that you, you actually enjoy it. You know, so I've coached people around pub, uh, professional speaking way back in the day. And that's one of the biggest fears that people have, right? Speaking mm -hmm. in public. Yeah. And, I, and I always told them the same thing. Like, you can't give one speech and say, oh, I hate that. Or, oh, I love it. Because you know what? You're probably going to be really uncomfortable. So mm -hmm. at least try it three times. 
and, and try to find a way to practice it where it's safe. I mean, when I'm going to ski down a new hill, I don't go for the biggest hill I can find. I work up to it. So mm -hmm. those, that's some of the stuff I had to say around fear. Wow. Wonderful. And thank you very much. Yeah. Now, uh, I wish we had more time, but our time is just about over. So uh, for those who are listening to you and would want to follow up with you to hear more or even mm -hmm. get the book or even come to your podcast or even get coaching, you have so much. You have so much. <laughs> thank you. How can they reach you? Okay. So two best ways. One is through my website, which is just, you know, bobbykaylor.com. And there they can find the podcast. They can find, there's a way to book time with me if they want. I talk about the different coaching programs we have, and I also have a newsletter. So that's a great way. The second way is through LinkedIn. I am very active on LinkedIn. I post usually three times a week. I have a newsletter there. And as a matter of fact, I was just writing the newsletter for tomorrow. And that is around, there's always a way forward. And it's three key elements for putting that into play, you know, putting that into action for us. So I do a lot of writing. I, Anthony, I try to share so much with my writing and the podcast because this is this is something I want everyone to be able to benefit from. So thank you for asking me that question. I hope that people reach out and follow me there. Oh yeah, they should. They should. Good. <laughs> I'm going to thank follow you. you on LinkedIn because I haven't followed Good. you. So all you who are listening, let's go and connect with Bobby for much more. And we are just about to come to the end of this show. But then if you've left just a few tips to tell us of getting unstuck, you have another one minute. Go ahead. One minute. Okay. Yeah. So knowing, okay. So getting unstuck, number one, you don't have to have all the answers to get started, right? You can learn what you need to learn. The second thing I'd say is the answer is somewhere. Even though if you don't have the answer, that doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have the answer, right? They can reach out to you. They can reach out to me. They can reach out to a lot of different people, but the answer is somewhere. And the third thing I'd say is tap into the power of yet, right? So even though you can't do something today, that doesn't matter, right? You just can't do it yet. But what that means is that with practice and skill and resiliency and persistence, you can learn how to do it. So those are my three really fast tips. Did I do it in a minute? Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're wonderful. You just do exactly what you've been at. Like, I try like my it. best, Anthony. I love that. So uh, we leave the rest to, for people to come and follow up with you, connect with you on every platform yes, that they can please. find you and they get to enjoy much more of you. Hey, follow, follow Bobby. Go and follow Bobby, Kayla, for more. And uh, this has been it for today's episode at Now Tell Us on how to get unstuck. And I know that you enjoyed it. I did myself. And uh, I've been your host, Anthony Moirode. And together with my guest, Bobby Kayla, we're saying bye for now. Bye. Go follow her. <laughs>